I'm Isabel, she, her, hers. And I'm David, he, him, his. And we're two therapists with ADHD who sit down to have some chats about ADHD. We can't promise we'll stay on topic or be professional or even remotely mature, but we can promise that you'll end up looking at you or your loved one's beautiful neurodivergent brain in a shiny new way. This is not a therapy session. This is something shiny. I love it. Do you like uh, it? That's amazing. And can this just be the intro? You saying that and me freaking out about how amazing it is? Yeah. Did I, and you that dropping could, your voice? That could be, that could be our <laughs> first so intro. <laughs> so without further ado, welcome to Something Shiny. I'm David. <laughs> This is a part of an amazing conversation we had with Sarah and Kaylee, uh, our fellow therapists, colleagues, and friends who are uh, also women who have ADHD. We're so grateful they could join us. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Kaylee. And if you want more of this, go back and listen to the first parts. Because I think this is a systemic issue in our society. We don't talk about bodies. Yeah. We don't talk about bodies. We don't talk about what we do with our bodies, right? We're super sexualized, but don't talk about sex. Yeah. Don't don't even mention that Be bodies really sexy, interact. But like but, but don't do anything with those bodies, right? Um and then also you have a body, have a lot of shame around your body, but don't look into what your body does or what it's capable of or how it works. Um I'm just sitting here. I think it's so quiet because I'm, I am enraged yet again. Um, like I learned so much about my body in pregnancy, not from the doctors, right? Um, and how much I didn't know about any of the things that I I've been in this body for you know three decades, and I didn't know these things. No one taught me that. Um, I'm just like this is this is a systemic issue that we are not informing people on things that they need to know. We walk around in these bodies all the time and yet we know so little about how they work and what's going on and you know I was just talking to a client or you know like a friend recently who's like I don't like talking about this because it's about poop and I'm like you do know we we all, we all poop. Like I poop. <laughs> I I actually really hope we're all pooping, you know, like that's a good sign. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, you know, you know, poop, poop is something we do. Yeah. Um, but there's so much shame around everything related to bodies. And so it's not surprising that then we don't talk about, because if there's all this shame, you're not going to ask your doctor about, Hey, my period seems off or Hey, in this one week stretch or this one day, I feel so low. There must be something wrong with me because no one's talking about body. Yeah. Or if, or if something is wrong, it's, well, it's just under this mystery of PMS or this mystery of pregnancy or this mystery of menopause, like without really even understanding like what would be beyond that and what could also, like you don't have to suffer. There's just a ton of needless suffering happening. Yeah. Thinking of endometriosis too. Like I'm thinking oh of gosh. the horror of like, how women's pain is invalidated and dismissed. Like yeah. there's also research to say a woman goes into a doctor and says, I'm in X amount of pain, maybe because we have high pain tolerance. I'll never forget when I was birthing both of my children. Okay. I don't know how I managed this, but I did not have painkillers. Okay. And I'll never forget how 
I people either didn't believe I was having contractions. These were other women who were doctors who I don't know how many birds they had seen that didn't have some form. I'm not judging that. I'm just, you know, naming that. But I can't tell you at one point I literally turned to the resident and I said, I'm about to push. I'm about to push. And as women who've had a baby, we know that feeling. All right. It's a feeling. You can't, you can't mistake it. It's not like a, hmm, should I push? Should I not push? It's like, no, 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 no. It's essentially like you're for all women listening, I'm going to demystify it. It's like you, you're taking the biggest poop of your life and you can't stop. <laughs> if you've ever had the like, exactly oh, that. I'm going to poop right now and I can't hold it in. That's the feeling. Is that, that is literally right? what the doctors so tell awful. you is the moment you feel like you're about to poop, to poop yourself, you're about you're to have about a baby to start pushing. and you're about to start pushing, except it's that like a it. poop that's, you know, ostensibly very, very different in size and location. But point is, is I'll never it forget this. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Oh wait, no, 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 let me finish. Okay, really fast. Point is, <laughs> and I turn to the resident and I say, I'm about to push, I'm about to push. And again, I'm like a talking, moving, like when you're laboring, you're not, I wasn't like knocked out. I wasn't having like, you know, thank goodness I didn't need like an emergency C-section or something, right? Even then you're still awake and talking, right? Like I was conscious in there. <laughs> I'm a human. I just happened to be in pain. But the fascinating thing is no one believed I had pain because, again, like of how I was masking or how I was managing it. I don't believe I'm extraordinary or have an extraordinary pain threshold. I just think really a piece of it is just what you're like acclimated to and what you just decide, you know, oh, I just expect it's going to hurt. You know, like you just get used to it. Point is, I turned to her and I said, I'm, I'm about to push. And she went, no, you're not. She legit went, no, you're not. And I, cause she had just checked for dilation and had decided that the span of time since the last time she checked and I go, you need to check cause I'm about to push. And she goes, I just checked you like 15 minutes ago. You're not, you're not anywhere close. And I'll never forget. I like start to brace myself cause I'm like, I can't really help it. And I don't much care. It's interesting actually, Sarah, you know what I'm realizing as I'm saying this, the moment I started getting angry and standing up for myself was probably in that delivery room. Like legit, that was like the moment I feel like I still think of it as the moment I like became a woman. Like mm. not because I was I a mother, that. not because I was a mm. mother. I don't want to equate the two, but because it was the moment I like went like fuck you. But you can't override anymore. It has I to happen. It has Your to happen. And happen. I was like, nothing you it. say will ever. I will never betray my own knowing again. Kind of feeling. Anyway. She looks and she goes, and I kid you not, I'll never, her name, and, oh, I shouldn't say her name. She looks down and, and Bobby remembers this too. Her face becomes ashen. And in an instant she goes, I see a head. And then like <laughs> the lights come on, you know, everyone's like racing. Because there's a lot of stuff that happens when the baby's about to come. But she became so quiet and so scared the rest of the time. And I just knew in that moment, like, Oh, that's like that internalized, you know, misogyny, minimizing pain, minimizing like your story, minimizing like that, you know, what's going on for you. Mm -hmm. um, and I know this all relates to ADHD because I can't stress enough just how much I feel like a lot of the men who walk into my office 
not all, but many of them are kind of like, yeah, I have ADHD or, oh, I think I might have ADHD. A lot of the women who come into my office are like, like, a, you know, months and months later. But do I have it? I think I just, I think I'm just, I think I'm just tired. I think I'm just, uh, I think I'm just stressed. I think like mm -hmm. the amount of self doubt mm -hmm. that we like, ah, uh, it just all interrelates. And I hope this makes any amount of sense. I'm going to stop. I feel like I just got. You are exceptional. And she was in awe of your exceptionality. And that's what sucked all the color out of that nurse's face. She went, that's a real one. I had no idea. I am humble before she. And that's that's how my mind is going to play that whole story. Sorry, I'm not trying yeah. to. But like, like. Oh, no, she was. She wasn't. I mean, not to say nurses. The nurses probably knew and believed me. No, she was a resident. She was like the OB, oh. like in training. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. I want to. I want to make sure I'm just saying saying maybe this, and then I know it's getting late. And um, there's no way to have this whole story and this whole conversation at once. Like it's lots of little conversations, and it's lots of important conversations. And and like maybe we can take some of the information from you know these episodes and and think about it in the context of maybe not taking care of men when it comes to educating. Like we do a lot of taking care of men. Mm. Like if a man can't handle hearing about a period, that's a threshold measure. And what I mean by that mm. is like, if you can't pass a driving test, you don't get a license. It's a threshold measure. <laughs> if someone cannot understand, like hearing about a menstrual cycle, a period, like not even like random crazy medical variables like you like i don't need to know about everyone's goiter but like these are these are things that happen with frequency to people that we care about mm -hmm. and when we say i'm sorry am i grossing you out or i'm sorry when we talk about these things and believe that they're fragile we are projecting that into the world and i think like mm -hmm. there's a part of a part of me and i'm privileged with this because i don't have to you know I, i'm the dude i can do what blah 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 but like there's a part of this like i don't i i would rather any of you with me not be careful with that Mm -hmm. And, and I think that that's all of our learning in a pretty toxic system. We're like, you know, we know each other for a while. We, we are, when we're not talking about ADHD, by the way, we are talking about trauma all the time. We hear some of the craziest stories and most intense stories all like for a living. That's what we do. But yet like, we're going to genuinely be like, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm going to bring this up, but periods. It's like, that doesn't make sense because they're, they're not horrible things in the world. They're things that everyone needs more information on. Right. I am privileged to know that I, listen, I bought, I, I bought some tampons in the store. I didn't realize all the choices. Like, this is that moment where like the dumb guy talks, like this is so complicated. Mm -hmm. And, and the fact that we try to put it in silos and gendered silos at that, like mm -hmm. creates a lot of opportunity for people to marginalize people. Mm -hmm. Well, David, and then if you think about, you know, calculate. Do you remember about how much those tampons cost you? Now okay. multiply that times between 12 to like 15, maybe. I mean, 9 to 15. Side note, period length and duration and, you know, is highly variable. Side note, that, like, period the thing underwear that, for the win. Well, yeah, but also like it's called the pink tax right like the amount of costs that go into being a woman in this world 
Um, yeah. You know, also, it's like it's like this little moment of like, yeah, it's there's a lot of, and also all the things that are marketed to us and how they're marketed to Anyway, I'm not going to. And they're all more expensive and they're made with weird colors that I want and no one will give to me because I get blue and only blue. Sorry. Well, do you know they're well, still then, called on top luxury of it, like, items? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, They're no, no. luxury items? Um, some, oh my gosh. It, uh, in some grocery stores, yeah, tampons are listed under luxury items. And I and, Ooh, and that's cause... even just to say, like, I mean, this is a whole other, like, pulpit I can get on that no one needs to hear right now. But point is, is, like, the amount of years it took for for people to realize, like, oh, putting, like, chlorine and scents on tampons. Oh, yeah perfumes on tampons that were harming bodies that were damaging our natural ph levels that -hmm. were causing infections that were connected to like essentially a harmful chemical being inserted into us david like it's the layers of the anger that you could sit with around this just like and it's not and then again i know that like oh we could talk about like oh you could use a menstrual cup or the Again, like the price of some of these things, the costs and the barriers to entry and the access. And anyway, it's just. I wasn't trying to propose solutions. Just really <laughs> I know more, you weren't. Like, I know like, you show, weren't. Like lift I the little skirt my... around awareness. Like, look, I'm showing a little leg. Like I got awareness. You here. got like, a little. You but, totally But do. I was hoping like we can maybe like, like check in and then like end. And, and I want to say it like this, like Sarah, Kaylee, Isabel, like this is something that, that I. Could you each take a moment, imagine that we're hitting this this time machine and you're flying back in time and you get to talk to like, we'll say anywhere from like nine to 12 year old you, like you pick that that version of you you want to talk to or anyone like you have like only 15, 20 seconds. So if you stay too long, like the time bands will melt reality or something like what would you say? What would you say to make it better? I don't know if I could do it in that short a period of time. That gives me a lot of pressure. Um, yeah, I know. This is a time situation. There's like lasers and, and chaotic yeah. lightning. Um, one is uh, I had heinous periods. I also, Isabel was like in the opposite end of the spectrum, as you were describing. You're right. I, I was the youngest in my class. And so all, a lot of my peers were getting periods before me. So I like waited. So like with so much anticipation, like constantly looking like, is this it? Oh no, is this it? Mm -hmm. Um, And so part of me wants to be like, Sarah, you're going to, you're going to eventually get a period. And I didn't wait that long. I was 11. It was in fifth grade. And um, also be prepared. You will have a very heavy period and there is nothing wrong with you. Just have lots of supplies and that it is not going to be fair that your teacher gives you two squares of toilet paper to go to the bathroom with. It is okay to carry a pad to the bathroom because bodies are normal and it's okay to get a period and for people to know that you have a period because guess what? People get periods. Um, And that's the reason there are people. Can we also just pause and say periods exist? That's a, Plus, because that means we continue to be able to procreate and create more. Like, guess what, David? You exist because of periods. I exist because of, <laughs> of periods. Yeah, yeah. And I wish I had known that. 
part of me also wishes that I could go, I know that wasn't the question, but go back to my like pre having a child moment to just be like, Hey, FYI, your estrogen levels are going to go up and go down. And this is, you know, going to be exacerbated because you, by the way, have ADHD and, oh, I'm still, I'm still angry still. (laughs) I'm like, oh gosh, but sorry. So yes, I would just tell my nine-year-old self, periods happen. It's okay. You don't, don't hide it. That is one thing I definitely felt a lot of shame around and that I hid. And I wish I hadn't. I wish I was like flaunting the fact that I had a period. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think I would say, I would go back and say to myself, as long as it gets done and nobody gets hurt and you don't get hurt, it doesn't matter how you get there. Um, It's also, it's okay to procrastinate. I think, I think of how many Sundays I sat in my house and I'm like, I wake up early in the morning and go, okay, I'm going to get my homework done in just a couple hours and then I'll have the rest of the day. And sitting there, not being able to focus, twiddling my thumbs and wasting all this time not doing the fun things I love and then procrastinating anyway. So I would say normalizing procrastination. And then I would also say being in touch with my anger in a healthy way that's self-protective and standing up for myself. Um, Yeah. And I think I would say it's not your fault that uh, you have a hard time paying attention sometimes. You're not lazy. Man, I'm trying to thank you both. Those were really like I when I, I thought to... we were talking about just periods, I was like, no. oh, ADHD, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> oh, I love it. This is it, it, like <laughs> that's such an ADHD moment. I'm so hyper focused on what we're talking about that I'm like, oh, wait, what, Kaylee? That makes oh, oops, that's staying <laughs> in. It's amazing because it's like that's... it's like this moment. Like the time lord's like, you have 15 seconds. You like run back and you're like, like, like talk to ten year old. You're like, periods are weeping in the tents. <laughs> I'm like, oh I want to redo my answer. Let's no, but serious. Well, to validate though, you did say like, oh, and by the way, you have ADHD. Like you totally did. Actually. I did accidentally. But yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I love <laughs> Well, and then I was like, oh, maybe I misheard the question. Maybe it was about periods. So I was also, yeah, that was just amazing. <laughs> it's like it a chain. Where all my attention went where I'm like enraged about bodies. I'm like, oh, that's right. ADHD. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, it's, it's, it's sad, but like, I don't, I guess, cause in my mind, so much of this is so late coming, like similarly to what you said, Sarah, like, oh, I guess I'd go to like my pre baby days or like my pre pregnancy days or, um, I don't know. I feel like it's just, if I was to distill maybe even all those time periods, like pre adolescence, pre-motherhood, um, some combo platter of, it's not your fault. I got your back. You're not alone. You're not crazy. There is help. Um, and 
the world's absurd. <laughs> like a little, I don't know, like, and or something. And then maybe like, and also, you know, in... In about 15 years, you're going to find, you know, you're going to read your first book on like by Judas Butler and it's going to blow your mind and you're going to understand things in a different way. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's a, I feel like I hold a deep appreciation for, and I, I try to hold my younger self and it's been a journey, honestly, but I try to hold my younger self with like a deep gratitude for all that she and even just hearing you all share like little use like i'm so grateful to little sarah and little kaylee like and little david of course little david like i i just i don't know um if it would even sum it up to say that like i don't know that i'd need to know i have adhd i think i just need to know i'm not alone and i'm not crazy and i'm not making it up because I don't even, I think if I had heard ADHD, I think at the time I wouldn't have understood it the way I do now. Mm -hmm. And it would have probably Mm -hmm. messed me up more in a way, like to have that label, which is so sad to realize as I say it. So. I got emotional when you were speaking. Mm -hmm. It's so true that you're not alone. Well, and you're going to find people like you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like your tribe is out there. Like, David, mm-hmm. do you remember what you side note, Sarah, you were instrumental in me realizing I hate, hate, had ADHD because it came out of a bunch of sessions with neurodivergent folks. And I was like, I don't know. I've been having David in for these consultations. And like a lot of what he says is like making a lot of sense. And blah, 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 but like, I don't know. And then Sarah, you're like, oh, well, that's how I learned, you know, when you kind of walk me through a sample of your day. And I don't know if you remember, but I just remember I started shaking like I was like palpably like shivering and going like, uh, Sarah, I think I have ADHD. Like you were the read. Like seriously, you put it together. And then like the next day, I came to you, David. And I had tears in my eyes. I'm like, David, I think I have ADHD. Do you remember what you said? What'd you say? I was like, I think if I'm remembering correctly, I was like, I, I, let me see if I can get it. I was like, I know, like welcome, welcome to the yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, welcome to the tribe. Yeah, you. It was exactly that. You said, I know. Welcome to the tribe. And I was like, <laughs> so to everyone, like, we know. Welcome to the tribe. And there is a tribe. There totally is a tribe. Team Shiny. Team, Team Shiny. Shiny. Oh, I love that. And again, a huge thank you to Sarah and Kaylee for joining us. Thank you so much for listening. If you ever have that thought where you think, hey, I'm nothing, stop. Remember, you're something. Something's shiny. That's right. Just as you are. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more free episodes of this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Instagram as Something Shiny Podcast. And if you're looking for more information, useful links, definitions, visuals, everything we can think of and more is on our website at somethingshinypodcast.com. And it's all free. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in two weeks.